Good morning. Would you please stand and sing with us? Please pray with us. Dear God, we're so grateful for another day that you've given us to wake up and um, look around and appreciate all the things you do for us. Lord, we're thankful for a day to come here and worship you and gather in this place together. Um, we pray, Lord, today that you'll open our hearts and open our minds to focus on the message and receive your word. In Jesus' name, amen.
Welcome to Memorial United Methodist. My name is Joe Cade. I'm the pastor here. We're so grateful that you joined us today. 
you're a visitor, we hope we feel welcome. We've got um, all the tools you need. We have um, bulletins back there at the back, but our primary um, leadership is on the screen. You can see every, just about everything we do on the screen. I want to say something I said last week for a couple more weeks to make sure that everyone feels comfortable with the way that we communicate with you. Uh, lots of things are no longer in the bulletin, but you can find them when the newsletter comes out. You can hold the newsletter in your hands if you like a print copy, but you can also click on it on the email uh, for the entire length uh, that the newsletter is out. And the next time a newsletter comes out, um, that link will change. And that's what I want to show you um, on the email. I want to emphasize this again. Every time you get an email, at the very top you have the website, the newsletter, our financial report, prayer request. You can make a prayer request. When you click on weekly prayer, you see our prayers for the week. We also print that out at the back of every service, and it's also in your Sunday school classrooms on your table. Uh, I think you'll see it's, uh, dressed, it's, uh, it's very different than what was in the bulletin, and I think over time you will like it. Um, you can click on the bulletin for the Sunday coming up, the directory for everyone uh, that everyone's involved in, the committee calendar for the meetings that are coming up, the podcasts that I do each week, and the birthdays for the month. That is at the top of every email so that we can limit how much we say other than these times I'm doing this and what we print to give it to you. I want to um, emphasize what we do with this prayer list. We've developed um, the way that we're going to do it. It's going to come out on Thursday in the Thursday email, but on Sunday morning we're going to reassess it. And um, if you click on the link, it changes. It's a living, breathing thing. If we change it, you see the change. But we're also going to print the latest one on Sunday morning. It will be in the back, uh, on the back table, and it will be in your Sunday school classrooms. If you want to add to that, it will change every week. You simply let us know. Um, so one thing I want to emphasize is the newsletter article where VBS needs donations. Uh, they're going to do great things for the kids um, in the program and also for those in the community that need help. Please notice that and um, please bring those items. Bring it up in Sunday school uh, to help everyone be aware. Let's pray together. Heavenly Father, we thank you for this place of peace. for a moment in which we can gather together to open our hearts and minds to your song, to your prayer, to your text, to your proclamation. Transition us, Lord, from getting here to being here, to being fully present, to listening for your word for us this day so that we can be strengthened, so that we can be inspired to go and serve you when we leave this place. We pray for everything that happens on this campus this morning, Lord, for every age level in every building, that they may know your love fully. Inspire us this morning, Lord, as we pray the prayer your son taught his disciples to pray. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. Opening image today is busy.
if you're like me, there are different parts of the year that make you busy for different reasons. You think, man, if we can just get to the summer. You know, if we can just get through this year and get to the summer. And then you get to the summer and it's like every aisle in the grocery store that keeps everything organized just gets thrown up and scattered everywhere. And all of a sudden you're doing all sorts of random things that you don't normally do during the academic year. And you think, man, this is just as crazy. This is just as busy. And there's uh, times in your workplace when you're busy. There's times in your family when you're busy. There's times in the church in which you're busy. And I want to show you this calendar. And I think you'll um, identify with that. There's certain items uh, that are designed to be fun. I don't know if you're like me on occasion when you've had plenty to do in a week and you think about a social engagement. You don't think about the joy that you had when you planned it three months ago. You think, oh, that's one more thing. One more thing I have to prepare for. One more thing I have to travel to. Um, I'd rather sit at home. Or does, when you see that thing, does you think, okay, I can finally get together. I can see some people. I can laugh, whatever it may be. And there's something else that gives you that sense. There's no question. Every human, when they experience busyness in important tasks, can get that feeling where it's spinning too quickly. It feels like your day is abbreviated. It feels like your family requirements are higher. And it feels like everyone in line on the roads and at the printer, they're all moving slower for some reason. Like, why? how could they possibly be moving slower when I have to do something incredibly important? Sometimes those days, something crazy happens that affects us for the rest of our life. Acts chapter 8, verse 26. Now an angel of the Lord said to Philip, Go south to the road, the desert road, that goes down from Jerusalem to Gaza. So he started out, and on his way he met an Ethiopian, an important official in charge of all the treasury of the Candake, which means queen of the Ethiopians. This man had gone to Jerusalem to worship, and on his way home was sitting in his chariot, reading the book of Isaiah the prophet. So your first phrase important officials. These are two men that are significant in their communities going different directions who have essential jobs with certain destinations in mind. In that moment, they collide with one another. Different people, essential jobs with destinations in mind. One, a wealthy and powerful political official. One, a promising leader in a new faith community. How open, you are, uh, how open are you to new relationships, to interactions when you're on your way somewhere? When you're on your way to do a very important thing, how focused on you are you on anything else surrounding you? These two guys are on, uh, I don't know if collision course is the right phrase. These two guys go in different directions, run into one another, and uh, will be forever changed. Verse 29. The Spirit told Philip, Go to that chariot and stay near it. 
Then Philip ran up to the chariot and heard the man reading Isaiah the prophet. Do you understand what you're reading, Philip asked? How can I, he said, unless someone else explains it to me. So he invited Philip to come up and sit with him. So that's your next phrase. Showing mild vulnerability. You realize how crazy that story is? You ever read in the car? Certain people can. Certain people think they can. Certain people know that they cannot. How smooth are cars and how smooth are roads in 2018? How bumpy were roads and how bumpy were chariots in this time? And as this man is going along, a new person to this faith, reading the text, trying to understand it, a man of likely of wisdom, because he's risen to that spot, but not wisdom about this particular subject, is trying to understand all of the layers that go into the story that he's reading. I remember um, standing, we just finished annual conference at, at the TD Center. I remember standing at annual conference in Florence in like 2007 when we were being ordained in, um, in the, uh, um, there's probably a better word than after party, uh, reception. We're standing in the reception and a person is expressing some concern over going to a rather large church. And an experienced leader who had come to congratulate us said, look, they know a great deal about medicine. They know a great deal about the law. They know a great deal about business. They know a great deal about a family. But you're the one who studied a ton about this text. Not to say that you're the sole authority, but to say have a little confidence that you can explain this thing that you've studied with great passion to them. So this man, Philip goes up to him, runs along beside his chariot. My mother, I remember in childhood when we were driving 75 miles an hour on the interstate. If someone was walking along the interstate, she would lock the doors. <laughs> as, if, as if he was going to latch on and do something. A man comes running along beside the chariot and says, hey, you understand what you're reading? What kind of vulnerability did it show on Philip's part for him to go up to a stranger and ask him something? Not a stranger who's walking along, a stranger who's in a pretty significant place with a pretty significant ride to go up to that man, approach him, and say, do you understand what you're reading? What kind of vulnerability did it show on the part of the Ethiopian to say, no, no, I don't get it. How have you, how have you responded when you're in a situation when you don't understand it? Are, are you quick to tell people, I don't understand this. I don't know what I'm reading. I don't know what you're talking about. Are right, um, you more blustery? You get out there and be loud and hope that that uh, uh, convinces people. Are you quiet? Just hope no one asks you anything because you don't want to look stupid. In this moment, this powerful man in his chariot says, I can't understand unless you explain it to me. Showing mild vulnerability is the key to this relationship going a little bit further. He invited Philip and he was willing to learn. Verse 32. 
This is the passage of scripture the Ethiopian was reading. He was led like a sheep to the slaughter, and as a lamb before its shearer is silent, so he did not open his mouth. In his humiliation, he was deprived of justice. Who can speak of his descendants? For his life was taken from the earth. The Ethiopian asked Philip, tell me please who the prophet is talking about, himself or someone else? Then Philip began with that very passage of scripture and told him the good news about Jesus. So your next phrase is showing ultimate vulnerability. It might be difficult to express to this man, well, actually this text is about a prophet. A prophet who was looking ahead to the future. Explaining who the Messiah for his people would be. And that Messiah would be sacrificial. Not one with a sword, not one with the biggest army, not one with the biggest horse, but one who would be ultimately vulnerable. He says, that's what you're reading is from a prophet. And he says, but in my opinion, what that prophet is talking about is something that has happened just recently. And what's happened just recently is that Jesus was willing to do the very thing the prophet was talking about. Showing ultimate vulnerability. Like you ever see a boss, a parent, a mentor, whomever it may be, be willing to go further than you are willing to go before you can get there. How inspiring is that? We just had um, CEP graduation in here. It reminded me of a couple of graduations ago. Um, I guess I'm not supposed to spoil it. They do, mm, they do this dance and people are invited to dance. People are not always enthusiastic about dancing. And uh, one grandmother came out a couple years ago of a child who was a superstar in CEP Chapel with me all year long. And I learned why she was a superstar when her grandmother came out because her grandmother sold it. She didn't know she was going to do it and she got in the dance and she led the dance for the entire thing and I thought, there you go. This child has seen a fearless person whether in public or private willing to be vulnerable and goofy to have a great deal of fun. What does it mean when your boss, your mentor, your parent, whatever, is willing to go further than you are currently and say, I need you to get here? I feel certain you know how it feels when they're not. And they say, well, you know, I can't get out of you. Go on, go on and get it. Go on and do it. I'm not doing it. Showing ultimate vulnerability is so far exclusively Jesus. Willing to go so far in that vulnerability that his story was told to humankind all the way till today. Told so that we could hear it, so that we could be inspired by it, so that we could live it out. Two men discussing the significance of Jesus' sacrifice. Now what does that mean? Well, one guy isn't all that significant in society. He's significant in his faith community. One guy 
is entirely significant in his society. How much do you think he has to sacrifice? Well, for one, he doesn't have to walk where he goes. Two, he doesn't have to ride a horse where he goes. He gets to ride in a chariot. Now, he's got a uh, um, significant responsibility, but he's got significant wealth and influence from it. What do you think it's like for that man to hear a leader that he's thinking about following sacrificed everything? It'd be significant, wouldn't it? And this is kind of a, um, uh, forgive the pun, fork in the road. Because if I'm supposed to follow him and I'm deeply influential and can get whatever I want whenever I want, I've kind of got a choice to make here as to what I'm going to do. Verse 36. As they traveled along the road, they came to some water, and the Ethiopian said, Look, here's water. What can stand in the way of my being baptized? And he gave orders to stop the chariot. Then both Philip and the eunuch went down to the water, and Philip baptized him. When they came up out of the water, the Spirit of the Lord suddenly took Philip away, and the Ethiopian did not see him again. But he went on his way rejoicing. Philip, however, appeared as Azotus and traveled about, preaching the gospel in all the towns until he reached Caesarea. Last phrase. What can stand in the way? Interesting question he asked. Hey, there's water right over there. Why don't I tell my driver to stop? What can stand in the way? Well, any number of things can stand in the way. My current task can stand in the way. My lack of interactions can stand in the way. My projecting strength can stand in the way. My unwillingness to be interrupted can stand in the way. What can stand in the way of my ability to accept the love and call to sacrifice that Jesus has given me? Well, that's kind of the question you have to ask. If this guy can do it, I bet you can. You think, what? Well, he has everything. His life's probably a little simpler than mine. I have to fight for a good number of things. I don't know. I don't think anyone's any harder than any other. It's a question that you've got to ask yourself. Now, um, I've had lots of debates with staff and clergy about this over years and years. It's been one of my particular obsessions to remove obstacles to just about anything in the church. It takes me a great deal of time, but I'm passionate about it, like um, the door problem with access, the internet problem with Wi-Fi, the air conditioning problem with the space not being the best it can be. Completely turning over the campus, the communication, the leadership to a point where everyone is um, in the spot where they want to be and that spot is bright and nice and air conditioned and has internet. They're in the place where they want to be. They have the rest that they want. All of that design is, in my opinion, designed to put you in a position where there's no obstacle. There's good in that. 
But what other leaders will tell you is, you can remove all the obstacles you want and somebody else will just put one right in front of it. Put one out there, out there, out there. It has to be the individual's choice to truly remove every obstacle and be willing to be loved and be willing to sacrifice. Now, as in most conversations, there's not one or the other. I think it's both. But I'd like you to consider two people who were incredibly busy, pausing for a moment, interacting with one another, being willing to sacrifice and talk about the ultimate sacrifice that Jesus made so that their lives might be forever changed. What's standing in the way for you? And what can we do to help you remove it? In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. If you'll stand as you're able for our modern affirmation. This is the way we affirm our faith in this worship service. You're welcome to join with us. You're welcome to simply listen. We believe in God the Father infinite in wisdom, power, and love, whose mercy is over all his works and whose will is directed to his children's good. We believe in Jesus Christ, Son of God and Son of Man, the gift of the Father's unfailing grace, the ground of our hope, and the promise of God fulfilled. We believe in the Holy Spirit as a divine presence in our lives, reminding us always of the truth of Christ our inspiration and strength in times of joy and sorrow. We believe our faith should be apparent in our words of love and acts of service that the kingdom of God may be a present reality here on earth. You may be seated. It's now time for our offering. You can give as the plate goes by. You can give electronically with instructions in the bulletin. If you're a guest or new to our church family, uh, you certainly can give, but we don't expect it of you immediately. You can rely on the generosity of our people. Oh, soul, are you weary and troubled? darkness you see There's a light for a look at the Savior Life more abundant and free Turn your eyes upon Jesus Look full in His wonderful face And the things of earth grow strangely dim in the light of his glory and grace through death into life everlasting past and we follow him Conqueror 
Would you please stand and sing this last one with us?
to mention because annual conference has happened and gone that means I'm here for another year that's right <laughs> that's it that's it um, not a joke uh, every December the church and the minister fill out a form we both said that we wanted to stay and that's our hope and it's fulfilled in the summer at annual conference. Uh, so that means, uh, and we're overjoyed uh, to be here as well. Hope we are for um, some time. Please bring up the prayer list in your Sunday school class. Make people aware that it exists. Uh, I'd encourage you to read it during the class uh, as well. Go forth in peace. May the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, the power and the presence of the Holy Spirit go with you all. Amen. Jesus Messiah, name above all names, blessed Yeah.